Hi, Hope. Hello. Ah, thank you for tuning in today on our podcast. Um, so, oh, please introduce yourself so the listeners uh, know who you are. First, let me just like apologize for like how long I have stalled this. Because I know how long you've been asking, but then I'm really sorry anyway. Anyway, um, my name is Lekwa, and um, I'm a sustainability researcher, you know, and I volunteer under Sasty Vibe as where I do most of my research and I also do personal research too for um, environmental organizations and, and basically everything that has to relate to that that relates to the environment. Alright, so today um, we'll be talking on the COP26, that is the Climate Change Conference that held in um, Glasgow, that is in Scotland. So, yes, I know climate change has been a very, very important issue. It has been something every nation of the world has been talking about, trying to save the earth from we, the inhabitants of the earth. So, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. So, um, from the conference, okay, the the meaning of COP26 is um, the United Nations Climate Change Conference. And this year's own is the 26th. Yes, um, yes. okay. So, uh, out of the um, everything, I think the discussion was for two weeks. Yeah, two yeah. weeks. Two weeks, I think the beginning of um, November. So, from everything they've discussed, two weeks is like a long time for um, committee sessions to discuss draft re- resolutions and all. So, um, is there any success? Like, did they really achieve the aim of the conference? Um, you know, I, when this, when uh, I'm usually met with these kind of questions as to whether it's a success or not, you know, it's cannot really say if it's a success because you know the success actually lies in the details of the whole thing that means like the success lies in the you know in the realization of the plans that they talked about at the, okay. at, the conference, at the you know basically the plan but then also it's it's i think it, it, it's safer yeah and it went smoothly just to some extent anyway because okay. um you know Able to like uh, have the um, glass Glasgow Climate Pact, so able to like um, you know have that as a guide, you know, and to be able to like have make some agreements and commitments still. Okay. So like that's that 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 actually like shows that there's some level of seriousness by what it does when it comes to the environment, not just like you know not just you know playing on seriousness or plain ignorance, you know. Okay, okay, true. Makes sense. So, um, like with um, reports that is available online, um, there's been this, this particular one that's been catching my eye, my attention, that's talking about mm-hmm. the, the, the um, conference not actually meeting, not actually being so- successful in, like, the main goal. That is trying to reduce... Um, I think to reduce uh, what's the code? Um, reduce secure global net zero by mid-century and yeah. keep one point five zero carbon. Yeah. 
yeah zero carbonate okay so please what's the implication for that before the next year when another conference will come up and other discussions will come up for the remaining part of the year till next year what is the implication of not actually meeting this goal and trying to regulate like countries to actually implement them okay i mean you've actually like said a lot of things but first i think you have to like ask me again but then let me just start by actually explaining what net zero means because next zero carbon emission and um zero carbon emissions are two different things all right so emissions means that, means that uh you know your inputs you know it is basically like a balance between your output so basically as you are giving it because i mean it's almost impossible to um to phase out um carbon emissions or any greenhouse emissions but then mm-hmm. it's also it's, but, you know, but then it's also very possible to balance it out that is what net mm-hmm. zero net zero carbon emission does basically it tries to balance it so whenever we're trying to you know achieve net zero carbon emission by this particular year or that particular year we're basically trying to make sure that our technologies would have actually advanced the levels or um, maybe our understanding or whatever thing we might use by that time would have advanced the level of us being able to actually be responsible for our emissions that we are taking them out of the environment and also as we are putting them back inside too. So it's creating a balance, basically. Okay, okay, true. Okay, makes sense. Uh, okay, I, should, I think I should have asked this first. Is there, like, why did they pick Glasgow for this year's? conference because i know most times united nations whenever they're going to pick a location like should i say they're always sentimental like you always have this um symbolism yeah like a sentimental um value to the case so why glasgow okay okay let's put a pin on this question the other question you asked i didn't i didn't fully get everything that's why i actually just okay i was talking about um the implication of not actually meeting the main goal for the conference oh wow i mean the implications is really really wild it's really really wild. i mean because i mean whenever whenever people are up there in glasgow defending i mean representing countries and unfortunately their their ambitions are not met it's not you're not actually failing that particular person that came to represent you're failing the entire country so and take for instance now climate vulnerable countries like states in africa and, and asia and all over the world i don't know where all over the world is you know if we do not meet i kind of i can't actually overemphasize the impact of us not meeting you know everything we've talked about the agreement and the commitment we've actually laid out at the at the conference it the the impact is actually so extreme and so severe because i mean if it, it's more, it's it's just like us holding our arms and sitting on the chair and in a, in a neck condition while the whole world collapse around us. I mean, that's basically how it is because, you know, it, it's not affecting, it's not, uh, in, to some people here, yeah, it's not affecting them to the extent that they should actually mm-hmm. react. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. yes. So if we do not, if the, if the agreement and the commitment that have been made at at the um at the conference are not being met it it will actually 
lead to unforeseeable catastrophes because environmental catastrophes not, not not just environmentally said honestly it's actually um, environmentally i mean it's also it's, a, it's also economically too not just uh, environment because the environment affects everything so i mean we must actually we must show you know um reasonable effort basically reasonable effort to understand because like mm-hmm. you know, um currently we are at uh we are at one we are at one point one six as world temperature here huh. and at this current on the the threshold or at the uh the bench the benchmark is that a better word the the target yeah according to the Paris agreement was, uh, was supposed to be uh is is supposed to be one point five. So you can actually see that you know we are close, you know, we are closing in on the benchmark on, on a target for one point for not surpassing one point for not surpassing one point five. And it's it's very it's very clear, honestly, right? Because at this rate it's very clear and obvious that we are going to actually surpass one point five by 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 twenty forty. You know, it's it's obvious and already and already, um, that would already unleash some very catastrophic and environmental disasters by that by 1.5, by surpassing mm. 1.5. Okay, now that now that is why we need to actually you know try as much as possible to show reasonable efforts in achieving these plans and agreements. We've actually um, we've actually discussed that at Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to the question on. Um, the symbolism of the location of the conference. Yeah. So why Glasgow? I mean, right, just like you said, right, uh, they never choose any location just because of it's pretty and stuff. You know, there must be some significance. Well, um, you know, like, uh, I'm looking for any country that could... Uh, okay, like, America is to democracy. Yes, or, yes. Or like uh, as World War One, I, I mean, or as the Allied Powers is to World War One, World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Glasgow was actually uh, Glasgow was actually a very pivotal uh, place for Industrial Revolution. Okay. You know? Yes. 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 During during uh during when I forgot the century, but like a long time ago, yeah, during the Industrial Revolution, yeah. They were they were very pivotal in Europe, basically, right? And um, you know, having to come from that kind of background, of, of from that kind of um, history and past, and being the country to host uh, the conference of parties, which is obviously negating everything you stood for in the past. You know, Glasgow is is, is actually a, a place that that stands for um, that actually has. See, that actually has you know seeable experience and um, commitment okay. when it comes to sustainability. Okay, okay. So, um, and also the goals, like part of the, the four goals of the COP26, there's this part that says to mobilize finance. And this, the first part was like developed countries like must make good of their promises to mobilize at least the hundred billion dollars to climate finance by year by. Yeah. Year. 20. That's a little backwards though. And also um, international financial institutions too should play their parts. And okay, we also know that um, 
this bro, it's, it's a little backward. I don't understand. I don't understand what that means. Um, I didn't hear that actually. He says that the developed countries should okay. must make good of their promise to mobilize at least a hundred billion dollars in climate finance by year by 2020, yeah. and we are in 2021. <laughs> yes, yes. And I know, I'm sure this this might have caused a little bit of rancor during because I'm don't let me say I'm sure, but I know that not all developed countries would have really really contributed to like mobilizing this fund that is mm-hmm. that's not all not all well, you see the 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 truth is that this agreement here of 100 billion dollars was actually made a long time ago you know if i'm correct i think it was like uh i think it was it, it was around I think it was way before the way before the prior agreement. Actually, I think it was in two thousand and nine. I think two thousand and nine, ten. I'm not really sure. Or oh, that's when the agreement was actually made, and they said that, that, that they're going to like commit um, developed countries, you know, nations are going to commit like a hundred billion dollars from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty five, up until twenty twenty five, and. Yeah. This climate, this finance here is meant to be for uh, it's meant to be for uh, climate vulnerable states, you know, and islands and, and nations, you know, mm-hmm. all over the world. And now, and now, uh, how it played out, or rather, how the reality, or rather, how the uh, the follow up to that promise played out in the beginning of the conference was just shocking. It was it was just very very shocking and. It was actually very. It, it was very shocking, honestly. I don't even know. I, I don't have other words because obviously it wasn't met. It wasn't mm-hmm. met, and this money is not just money that is meant for, um, you know, mitigation or any. It's meant for adaptation, basically, mostly for adaptation. If I should say, you know, and you know, the the money, the the finance, basically, is is you know. Vulnerable countries actually get back on their feet and know how to actually stand because this 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 situation is dire and it's not getting any better. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. as each day, as each second passes, the situation gets worse. And honestly, there is really no time to to um to to stall. There's 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 really no time for delay. And that that's that's more the reason why climate finance and climate climate finance. Is really really critical for, for for survival in um vulnerable countries. Okay, um okay so we um I think during the meeting there was the big boys, Elon Musk and um, I think um Jeff, I th- what's this this uh, Amazon guy? I think they were the also there. Yes, they were yes. also like involved in the yes. discussions, and <laughs> it was really funny when I was reading. Honestly, you know, I really cool. No, no, no. It was like it was funny, and I know people want to know like why, like they are not I mean, like, actors or anything. I, this was uh, this one. This one, yeah. Personally, you know, aggravated me. I wouldn't say aggravated per se, but it's kind of like irritated me. You know, you know that this kind, of, this person is just here, not genuinely. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yes, it's not yes, yes, I understand. <laughs> Podcast, and then this Australian billionaire who has made who made his billions from, from from coal, from coal, all of a sudden, 
is saying that you know uh he's standing for uh for for green and the environment and, and all that and then when he's when the when the, the host asked him whether he's going to shut down his companies and then start to like phase out from coal and all those things, he couldn't give a simple direct answer. Exactly, these people are the people that have been I mean Jeff Bezos, like I would say he's the father of modern day capitalism, you understand? Mm-hmm. These people have, have have benefited so much from capitalism, which have obviously been in detriment to the environment so it's very ironical it, it, this is almost no difference from what happened in cop 25 when uh when uh climate when um when carbon emitters i mean emitters were actually the one you know hosting events trying to lobby and all those things so <laughs> it, it, it's very it's very it's hysterical it's it's, it's hypocritical honestly it's, actually and if one should look deeply into it and like try try to analyze the whole situation, one could actually conclude that they actually went there for their own personal interests because that was the, like is like a congregation of the big guys and mm-hmm. they had the opportunity of being there. Everybody wants to lobby for their own company to like bypass a lot of things. So I personally feel like it was not because of the climate change. They just they are just using the climate change as like an excuse. And because you will see from the speeches, like some things they were saying were not in line and he was not in tune. And I'm like, what are you guys doing here? You're not supposed <laughs> to be here. You don't even understand what is going on. Neither do you know what you are talking about. But I feel like they just went there to lobby and all. Like that one that, that does cool now. He would never close his company for anything. He would never. Well, um, I mean, obviously, I, I I don't know their their hearts. I don't know their mind. But I'm not trying to you know to wipe out every every you know thought of genuinity of, of genuineness in their presence at uh, at at the event at glasgow that's true, that's true, true. but but really and truly you know what to do and how to actually help these people and how to actually help the situation and how to actually make the situation better for vulnerable people and vulnerable um nations you know mm-hmm. your presence here honestly your presence here doesn't make any positive change you know it doesn't actually add anything literally do you understand it's actually mm-hmm. your actions that matter so instead of you going there you can actually do some things i mean i don't i'm just saying still but like you can just like <laughs> do, some, do some really nice things out there for like donate they might be doing those things. I don't know if they are still, but then, I mean, it's your presence there. It's it's just going to aggravate people instead of the other, instead of the other way around. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. And this is really insightful for people that don't really know much about climate change because people just know there's just a thing called climate change. But people are not, they don't really understand what climate change is, what it stands for, and all of the buzz around it. And um, please, can you give just a simple definition of climate change for the listeners? Oh, this is so hard. Oh my god, I think I have to Google <laughs> this. <laughs> um, so it's basically uh, the, you know, uh, basically in in the real sense, climate change is is a natural phenomenon, right? But then there is human induced climate, which is is almost it's still the same thing. But then human induced climate change we are that's that's we are facing the 
effects of human-induced climate change, which is basically us having to treat the environment poorly, which is basically mm-hmm. us having to emit so much greenhouse gases that the earth cannot actually take away. And, and you know, by doing so, it's warming up the environment, it's warming up the whole earth and it's making it warmer. And that's causing a lot of changes that we see in the in in the weather, you know, whether it's um, whether it's uh, hurricanes or you know tsunami, all those things. Not just weather, actually, in livelihoods, in in in, um, in economy, in in actually in life, in life as a whole, in the ecosystem as a whole. So it's it's basically the abrupt change, you know, in weather patterns, basically. And one thing that actually it's, abrupt change that is very severe not just strong rain and strong wind and all those things but it's severe beyond our understanding okay and um the one thing that people make a mistake in is that climate climate and weather are actually two different things all right the weather goes up and down today might be cold tomorrow might be hot Uh but climate doesn't come down if it will which i don't think so it will take I mean, an insane amount of years for that to happen. So the climate only only goes up, you know, you know, all sense of it only goes up, all right? It mm-hmm. only goes up. And it goes up as a result of how much warmth it is getting, do you understand? So mm-hmm. that's, that's basically the disparities between the environment, between mm-hmm. weather and climate. Right. Uh, okay, so I also saw where they said um, the UK will be assuming the COP26. Like, okay, obviously it was supposed to be the U- UK was like the president of the conference because the conference was on their land um, in partnership with um, Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it that every year they change locations every year for the conference, or it's you just stay in one particular location for maybe two years, three years, like a certain mm-hmm. amount of? No, it last year it was it was it was somewhere I've, I can't recall the name of the country in particular, but it was one of, it was it was it was a I think it, it was it was it was a country in the Americas actually. Okay. Last year. So it's 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 not as if it's it's hold in a particular place for like a long time. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you very much, Lekoa. Thank you. Uh, I really appreciate you joining on today's podcast and, you know, giving your own view and trying to explain climate change and COP26 to me, actually, and the listeners. And I know um, they're going to learn one or two things from these discussions. Thank you very much for joining. Do you have anything to say to the listeners? Anything at all? Uh, um, I mean, just like, volunteer volunteer for the environment just join any environmental organization any legitimate environmental organization or the other and just like you know do your own best part because like I mean even though even though because I know a lot of people that have actually given up on the environment and saving the environment but then it's not just about saving the environment it's about saving lives actually you know Mm-hmm. trying to save the most life as possible before the situation gets so dire um, I need mm-hmm. you know 
supernatural interference or anything. It's just about saving lives, first, you know, do you understand? So okay. just join any environmental organization that can actually help, you know, make any any good impact on the environment and on people's lives also. All right. Thank you very much, Lekwan. Listeners, I know you've heard what, is, what he has said and I know we're going to take actions on our own. So guys, I would love your opinions, your views on this particular issue, which is climate change and the COP26, which held in Glasgow in Scotland. We'd like your yeah. views, we'd like your opinions on this issue. Please do well to comment and do well to please listen to the podcast. It's available on different platforms. Thank you very much, guys, for joining us today on this show. I know Lekwatu is grateful to be here, and we're very grateful to have someone who is so passionate about climate change with us. So, see you guys next week. Bye.